a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. Well, with everything that is going on in Ukraine, I think this is a good time for us to just step back a little bit, refocus on what's important, what is true, and reassess how we look at the world and, more importantly, how we look at each other. There are so many things that are playing out in the context of Ukraine and what Russia is doing, what Vladimir Putin is doing and has done in terms of misinformation and disinformation. Uh, but it's also a great time for us to just step back and say, okay, are, are we really united around the things that matter or uh, are we more concerned about virtue signaling or calling out uh, our neighbor for whatever it is, mask, no mask, uh, the way you know they cut their lawn or painted their fence? Uh, there are so many things where we just get so caught up in the thick of thin very thin things uh, that we often end up missing it all. And so I, I want to use what's going on in Ukraine as part of a way for us to reassess how we look at each other. So there's a little different uh, component here in all of this. So back in August, I had uh, former National Security Advisor H.R. McMaster uh, sat down with us on the show to talk about the withdrawal from Afghanistan. And he pointed out something that has really stuck with me. And he said that it was really a significant part of our problems in other countries. He said it's this belief, a very narcissistic belief, that they think like we do. Something called strategic narcissism. And I want you to listen really close to what, again, former National Security Advisor H.R. McMaster told me about strategic narcissism. And we'll apply it to what's going on with Ukraine and Russia. But I also want us to apply it to how we interact with each other. Take a listen. The concept of strategic narcissism that I introduce in Battlegrounds is meant to communicate our tendency to view the world only in relation to us and then to assume that what the United States does is decisive to achieving a favorable outcome. And this is a problem. It's a problem not only because it's self-referential, but also because it doesn't consider the agency, the mm. influence, the authorship over the future that the other has. Okay, that is such a fascinating principle to me that many of our problems come because we are narcissistic in our thinking to assume that the way we respond to something is going to be the way that another country or another leader or another human is going to react or respond to something. 
And so when we have that strategic narcissism, we just keep doing what we think fits in our world without really considering where are they coming from and how are they likely to respond to that? So amazingly, uh, H.R. McMaster said the real key to doing all of this well is understanding strategic empathy. Now, I had never thought of empathy uh, or narcissism, for that matter, as a strategy, uh, especially when it comes to military. But it's exactly what we're seeing play out. And so let's break it down just a little bit. Uh, of course, there's been some commentators that have pointed out that, you know, Russia has been angry for years about NATO encroaching in Eastern Europe. Uh, many people who heard that argument were upset. They, you know, they felt their fellow countrymen would, you know, take Putin's side. Uh, the point was was not put well uh, by a lot of those who advocated for it. But it's important to consider uh, what is driving Russia and Russia's actions so that we can have a better strategy. One of the biggest complaints, I think, against President uh, Biden is a perceived lack of strategy, uh, more just reactionary tactics, not really getting to the strategy part of the program. So could it be that if we better understood where Vladimir Putin's coming from, and again, that's a that's a trip uh, down the rabbit hole and into Wonderland uh, to see what he's really thinking, and a lot of people don't really uh, get that, but but we also have to start looking at, okay, so we know how we would respond if we got hemmed in on three sides. Uh, let's, let's take the state of Utah. You know, if suddenly we had people uh, coming up from Arizona and down from Idaho and coming across from Nevada uh, and starting to encircle the state, uh, we, we know how we would respond. And so you have to start thinking through, well, wait a minute, let's, let's flip the script on that. Why would we do that? Why would anybody do that? Uh, what's the purpose there? And then, better yet, how do we actually have a different kind of conversation about that? Uh, are sanctions just the issue, or is there is there much more at play? So I want us to think for a second uh, about strategic empathy, and I want you to think about it in this context. Uh, we're going to go off of the world stage, and we're going to go onto your hand stage or your digital device. And I want you to think about some of the exchanges that you have had on social media or arguments you've had with your neighbors or colleagues at work where you've disagreed. And how often have you solely functioned from a place of strategic narcissism where all you can think about is your world, where you're coming from, how you feel offended or slighted or misunderstood or misrepresented, whatever it may be. But how often, how often do you deploy strategic empathy? How often do you really step back and do what I think is one of the most crucial skills for the 21st century, and that is to stay curious? Uh, that's part of strategic empathy, because when you are curious, it actually leads you into that space of, I wonder why she thinks that way. Or I wonder why it is that he thinks that is a good solution to this problem. But if all we do is to continue to function from strategic narcissism and our own worldview, our own social media bubble, our own set of talking points, then what we end up with is what we have, which is a place online where... There's no space for curiosity. There's no space for really good questions and even better, good follow-up questions 
to understand where somebody is coming from and why, so that people actually feel heard and understood. You can solve so many problems by asking not just a good initial question, but a good follow-up question that shows you're interested in where they're coming from and why. And when people feel heard and they feel understood, the conversation shifts and everything is different. And so, again, fascinating conversation that I had with H.R. McMaster just a few months ago. And so interesting to apply it to what's going on in Ukraine and what Russia is doing. But I want you to take it into your own world today. Uh, Have your own little summit today and check out your own strategic narcissism. How well is that really serving you? Is it actually giving you peace in your own brain and in your own heart and on your own social media? Or is it just creating more conflict internally, more stress, more frustration, more anxiety, more hate, more anger, more contempt? I think it's time for a little strategic empathy in the world. And it starts individually for each one of us right between our own two ears. We'll step aside for bottom of the hour news. David Levitt's going to join us next. Some insight from real people inside Ukraine. What's happening there? Stay with us on KSL News Radio. We'll be right back. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, You need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.